This is a special edition of the Sean Hannity Show. America trapped behind enemy lines. Day number 59. 59. All right, day 59. Americans, their families, thousands of um, uh, green card holders, American green card holders, tens of thousands of allies abandoned by Joe 13 days after he promised he wouldn't do it. No wonder why, you know, this situation with, um, what's the guy's name? Brandon, Brandon, what's, what's his last name? Brandon Brand, Brown. Brandon yeah. Brown. The NASCAR guy. All right, so Brandon Brown, this Let's Go Brandon thing is getting red hot. It's hilarious. You know, everybody's gone very vir- viral, but I mean, it's getting loud. You should have heard during the old Miss Arkansas game, maybe I'll play later in the program today, uh, the Chana F. Joe Biden. It is going everywhere. And at all of these college football games, new polling out now has Joe in the 30s. 32 percent of independents improved Biden's handling of his job. Uh, and I, I mean, it's just an unmitigated disaster. And why shouldn't it be? We never thought we'd abandon Americans behind enemy lines. We never thought that we would ever see an unmitigated disaster that has been unfolding at the border that they have been telling us is not a crisis that we all know is a massive crisis. By the way, there was a poll that came out sponsored by the National Sheriff's Association. Overwhelmingly, Americans support 96% support the idea of health checks and COVID tests for people that are now being processed and released into this country. That's just simple one-on-one. Jen Psaki, of course, saying, well, they're not going to be here very long, so we don't need to test them. Overcrowded cages in the middle of a pandemic, dispersing people all over the country, preferential treatment for illegal immigrants. There's no COVID mandate testing for them. There's no vaccine mandates for people entering the country illegally. We're gonna get, we'll, we'll hit all of this today. Afghanistan, disaster, day 59. It's been four, over 40 days since Joe has even mentioned the people he abandoned. How's that possible? That's not the country I I thought we were. Never thought I'd see this in my lifetime. We're going to talk a lot about the economy today. It's an unmitigated disaster. You know, a 300% increase COVID cases. We have, we now have more COVID deaths in Joe Biden's year, 2021, than in 2020. But that doesn't get reported by the mob, the media. Then you can look at what's happening abroad with China. And the disaster that is unfolding that will soon be the reunification, as they call it, with Taiwan and Chinese military planes, you know, hundreds of them now flying into Taiwan airspace and and the, the communist Chinese lecturing Joe Biden. Joe Biden just praises them. The energy disaster. Joe Biden to capitulate to the new Green Deal madness socialism. Okay, so he gives a pipeline exemption of Vladimir Putin so he can build his pipeline to make Russia rich again. Maybe because the family's compromised the three and a half million dollars that went to zero experience hunter from the Russian oligarch, former first lady of Moscow. Are we allowed to bring up that potential conflict of interest and what compromising materials they might have on Hunter Biden? I mean, it's why did why do we give Putin a waiver while we're firing Americans working on the Keystone XL pipeline? And stopping exploration in places like Anwar and now canceling other pipeline jobs around the country. Why are we begging OPEC to produce more oil? It's oil now 80 bucks a barrel and it's going higher. 
Why? Because Joe Biden artificially reduced the world supply. Donald Trump did the impossible. He got us to energy independence for the first time in 75 years. We weren't importing a single barrel of oil from Saudi Arabia by the time he left office. Now we're now we artificially reduced the world supply. The demand remains constant. You don't need an MIT degree or a Harvard Business School degree to figure out supply. OK, artificially depressed. Demand remains constant. Price goes through the roof. And that means all of you are being taxed. That's what this whole inflation equation that we gave you last week. The average American household, because of Biden's self-inflicted inflation, especially a lot of it having to do with energy, is costing the average American household $2,100 uh, a month. Uh, I'm sorry, $2,100 a year. I mean, that, that is a lot of money for, okay, well, I'm not going to tax people that make under $400,000 a year. That's a tax. That would be the Biden inflation tax. It's a disaster. And people have had it. I mean, they, they are, everybody I talk to is just, they are flabbergasted at what an unmitigated disaster this has become so quickly. You know, and, and look at the team. Maybe we'll do this on TV tonight. The team of radicals that Joe Biden has surrounded himself with. It's also a disaster. And where's our border czar, Kamala Harris? So she's too busy hiring PR people to get her, her approval ratings up. And if you, if you want to do a puff piece, YouTube video for Kamala Harris, you know, last week, YouTube originals announced Get Curious with Vice President Harris, a series that aims to get more children interested in space. It was produced by, get this, Sinking Ship Entertainment. How appropriate that name is. And it featured actors, like 13-year-old actors. It's all five of them were actors, according to the people that produced the film. It's a disaster. Now, I don't know if you're like me. I like to do my own grocery shopping. Now, I don't know why some of you don't believe that I like to do my own grocery shopping. Linda, can you figure out why do people not think I want to do my own grocery shopping? Well, considering I you don't eat, that would be the first thing. Okay. You don't like the way I eat. It's not what I eat. Well, all you're right, eating but better now. I shouldn't talk. I am eating, I've decided every day to eat a stinking salad, I hate it, and eat vegetables at every meal. <laughs> eating, uh, every, I'm, eating, I'm eating spinach, I'm eating... God forbid there's beans. ever a salt shortage. If there's a salt shortage, I'm just going to go out and produce my own, you know. I'm going to go out and make my own salt, I'll figure out how to do it. You know, here's, here's the reality, though. And we've talked a lot about gas prices. We've talked a lot about chain of supply issues. And, and that is raising the cost of everything you buy. Everything that is shipped to every store you shop at is costing more money because truckers, they're not going to take less money for the hard work that they do, nor are trucking companies going to make less money. They're going to pass the higher cost of energy on to you. Again, just like Afghanistan, a self-inflicted preventable disaster the border a self-inflicted preventable disaster just like covid spiraling out of control as they disperse you know millions of people around the country with covid with no testing whatsoever after they put people in overcrowded cages that they themselves built you know there was one article in yahoo finance stakes could soon become champagne a champagne like luxury that's how bad things are inflation now at a 30-year high New York City, there are gas stations now charging over five bucks a gallon. Same thing in California. And that's going to be coming to a neighborhood near you because I don't see 
the price of energy going down anytime soon, especially with oil now breaking out at record prices and the price of natural gas are also breaking out at record prices. You know, the the the, the chain of, of supply chain. Now we have we have so many shipping containers that are offshore that can't get port time. And where's Pete Buttigieg? I haven't even seen Pete Buttigieg. And Joe Biden doesn't talk to the media because he's spending 26% of his time in Delaware. He's barely in the White House. When he's in the White House, he's spending 75% of his time napping upstairs. So we don't have a president with any any sense of what's actually going on here. But, you know, global food prices now have hit their highest level in a decade. That's another Biden tax. You know, skyrocketing, for example, poultry, meat, fish, eggs. Yeah, that's up nearly 20%. And soaring energy costs, guess what? Make it makes it even higher. You got places like Walmart and Costco now having to limit toilet paper sales. Toy companies are warning parents, you better order now. And um, we can't even guarantee that we'll be able to get to the get you the toys in time for Christmas because of this backlog at ports and rail yards and on the roads. Jerome Powell of the Fed even admitting it's frustrating to see the bottlenecks and problems are not getting better. Well, that's your administration that's uh, that's doing such a horrific job. Florida Ports Council president on how regulations on trucking and the trucking industry have driven supply uh, chain issues. Oil now above 80 bucks a gallon. Natural gas prices are higher. I, I can keep going. You have, quote, an energy crisis now gripping the world. You know, the United States, for example, you know, we have. In, in some places, Europeans now paying sky-high prices for natural gas, power plants in India on the verge of running out of coal. Average price of gasoline, regular U.S., you know, up from $1.72 when Donald Trump was president, now three twenty-five a gallon. I mean, th- this, is, this is now impacting every aspect of our lives here. You know, now we're getting article after article, Zero Hedge, The Guardian, Axios, Wall Street Journal talking about Stagnant growth and and high inflation. In other words, the ghost of stagflation. A lot of articles being written about it. Gas prices, according to even fake news CNN, gas prices skyrocket as global energy crisis worsens. Well, maybe Joe should, instead of begging OPEC, maybe he should beg Texas, Oklahoma, and Alaska, and North Dakota, if they can produce more. Maybe he should go to West Virginia and ask them if they can produce more coal as well. Joe Manchin can help them. Top executive at Heinz Ketchup, or Kraft Heinz is what it's really called, warning that people better get used to higher food prices because of across-the-board inflation. We are raising prices where necessary around the world. Said this in an interview with the BBC, and his firm has increased prices on more than half of their products in the United States. And he said they're dealing with rapid increase in agricultural costs, oils, cereals. The surge has pushed the global food price index to a decade's high. In a letter to the U.S. Security and Exchange Commission, PepsiCo recently warned they're facing rising costs on on transports, raw ingredients and more. Prices are expected to rise this year. But don't worry, Biden's IRS, they want they'll be hiring, you know, another However many millions or billions, I think it's 87 billion they want more for the IRS. And they'll be monitoring your every transaction at your bank over 600 bucks. Good grief. 
And they'll be, of course, looking for mommies and daddies that are unhappy with the curriculum at their school system and dare to speak out as domestic terrorists. This is how nuts this is getting. We'll be headed guaranteed into another recession. I'm going to tell you, I, I am I going to be fine? I will be fine. But I do know what it's like to struggle and not pay rent and to get my rent money every month. It's not fun. Food prices are at the highest level in a decade. Cotton prices hit a 10-year high. Guess what that means for consumers and retailers? But don't worry. Vladimir Putin's getting rich again, thanks to Joe Biden and the Nord Stream 2 pipeline approval of Joe. It's just all of this is preventable. Abandoning American citizens in Afghanistan was preventable. The border was preventable. All of this could have been avoided. COVID, I thought Joe was going to get get a hold of this. Well, that more people died since he's been president than when Donald Trump was president in the height of this when we had nothing. He was handed three vaccines and a therapeutic that he only mentioned for the first time two and a half weeks ago. Monoclonal, uh, monoclonal antibodies. The economy's tanking. China's about to, quote, reunify with Taiwan. He's doing nothing. COVID is exploding. The economy is tanking. The border's a disaster. We abandoned Americans in Afghanistan. And, and, where, and where else do you want me to go here? Tell me what part of any of this is good for you, we, the American people. It's not. But I know you, the media got so offended by a few mean tweets of Donald Trump. Bye. Watching the disaster in Afghanistan, but it's even worse than that beyond Afghanistan. What is Joe going to do now that the Chinese communist Chinese are flying their their military jets into Taiwan airspace on a daily basis and continue their talk of, let's see. Oh, reunification. That would be the takeover of Taiwan. Likely. Yep. Do I think Joe Biden is capable of doing anything? Nope. And what about, you know, if the if if the Libyans have all this compromising materials on Hunter, they knew he was a drug addict that loved hookers. Okay, what do you think the Chinese have on them, considering he he used to fly with daddy to China before he got his one point five billion dollar Bank of China deal ahead of Goldman Sachs and Deutsche Bank and and the big private equity firms that actually know what the hell they're doing. Doesn't make sense there either. What has Joe said uh, to, to the communist Chinese about Taiwan? Nothing significant. Now we have, and this blew my mind today. This is an AP article, not a Hannity article. Biden administration negotiating ransom, pretty much. That's my headline. They agreed to provide humanitarian aid to Afghanistan. They've already given the Taliban $64 million and another $80 billion in military equipment, some of the most sophisticated in the world. Anyway, the U.S put out a statement that the two sides are discussing the United States provision of robust humanitarian assistance. Oh, now maybe I just grew up in a bad neighborhood. I don't know. Wasn't that bad. But that kind of sounds like, oh, we'll give you money. You get, Maybe we'll give us Americans back. Where's all the leverage, Joe? Why would you give $64 million to start out negotiations? Why don't you say it's all contingent on giving us our American citizens back, green card holders back, and that list, you know, that you gave them of every ally that you wanted out of the country that they're now tracking down to kill. Yet yeah, you you might want to get those people the hell out of there, too, as we promised them. And while you're at it, maybe you can get our military equipment back. 
Americans expected to press the Taliban to allow Americans and others to leave. Joe promised 13 days prior to abandoning Americans that he wouldn't abandon Americans. Great job. The Afghan interpreter who saved Biden's life got out. No thanks to Biden. All right, 25 to the top of the hour. I told you that 96% of Americans say Biden's illegal immigrants should be required to get COVID tests. That's, this is just basic, simple common sense. We're in the middle of a pandemic. You know, more people died under Biden's watch than Trump's. But the media doesn't tell you that. I don't see that. I don't see that fake news, CNN, MSDNC, you know, hourly update on how many people have COVID, how many people are in the hospital, how many people died. Oh, that's right, because 2020 was an election year and they hated Trump. That, of course, that was stupid of me. And but this is common sense. I am not against immigration. I wouldn't be here but for legal immigration. And my four grandparents at the turn of the last century coming here with 10 bucks in their pocket, you know, they live lives of poverty at a time where there's discrimination against Irish Catholic. Irish Catholic need not apply. And my parents both grew up poor, but I wouldn't be here. I know I stand on their shoulders because this country, you know, they followed the process. They came in legally. And I even have the papers at Ellis Island. And I'm glad they made that that very difficult decision. They did not have very good lives if if you measure success in life as having anything, because they didn't have much of anything. But they did it. I know why they did it, because they wanted a better future for their kids and their grandkids, like most immigrants that come to this country. I don't care where you come from. Everybody should have an opportunity, but we need to be smart about the laws of this land of ours. Now, we have immigration laws, and Joe Biden is systematically defying the law. He's not enforcing the law. He's aiding and abetting in the law breaking. Well, if you don't like the law, the whole idea is under our constitutional system, because all of our laws are based on our Constitution, is you're supposed to change the law. Then when you change the law, then you could go ahead and aid and abet and facilitate, but do it legally. Now, there should be, I've, I've gone into great depth and, and research about something of citizenship is amazing value. And that, you know, it's interesting to me twice now, the Senate parliamentarian has had to tell Democrats, you cannot sneak in your amnesty provision in the reconciliation bill. Twice. Why are Democrats pushing so hard to to give amnesty to illegal immigrants when you have countries that charge, in some cases, millions of dollars for citizenship? You can actually buy citizenship to other countries. Most people do not know that. I do know that. That's just a fact. And and I've gone over the cost that some of the millions, some are Antigua, you can get it, St. Kitts and Nevis and Belize and these other you know, Caribbean countries, you can buy citizenship or you can invest in these countries, for example. Uh, it's harder, takes more time, more expensive. Countries like Australia, and New Zealand, and then Cyprus and Turkey and other countries. You can buy citizenship. Now, I don't I would prefer that, you know, maybe we're stupid. Maybe we should sell them. I don't know. That's I'll let the American people decide that. But if we're going to have laws and be a nation of laws, and the laws need to be enforced. You're not allowed to enter this country illegally. You should not be processed 
and released and and not even get a COVID test. You get preferential treatment if you're illegally entering this country over American citizens. In other words, you don't get a COVID test and you don't have a vaccine mandate. And you get put in Joe's overcrowded cages in the middle of a pandemic. No testing. There, there should be a health check requirement for anybody entering this country in the middle of a pandemic. Simple. Frankly, it should be done at all times, in my opinion. You should also have a security check that you pay for, that we check your background to see if you have radical associations. If you do, we should not let you in. That's basic common sense. And we should, lastly, you should be able to show that you won't be a financial burden on the American people. How many of the people entering this country illegally, facilitated by Joe, process release, oh, and here's a piece of paper requesting that you show up into court on a specific day. You're not required, but we're requesting it like any of them are going to show up. And then you get transportation to the state of your choice. And many of the people don't have any means whatsoever to pay for anything. Now they become a big financial burden on states at a time when the country simply just cannot afford it. And and that's where we are. I don't care where you come from if you do it legally. And we have those conditions. I think they're reasonable conditions. Then welcome to our American family. I don't care what country. I don't care what continent. Do it legally. The border overflow facility, apparently Lindsey Graham. Now, we're going to have these videos exclusively on Hannity tonight. They actually cleared out the only overflow facility in the Yuma sector in Arizona of the U.S.-Mexico border, preparing for Lindsey Graham's visit. We actually got some video of this. You know, it's you look at, for example, by the way, we have a one of our, our some of our reporters. I think it was Malusian who did this. Bill Malusian is a great reporter. They found one hundred million dollars worth of border wall materials from the Trump era. Why don't we use it? Just an idea. Border Patrol rushed to empty overflow facility in Yuma ahead of Lindsey Graham visit. The only problem is people weren't willing to lie on behalf of the Biden government. And where's our borders are that never goes to the hotspot areas of the border. Uh, Griff Jenkins this morning was reporting denied access to see the 60,000 Haitians in, in route to the United States. What are we going to do when they get here? We're going to have another situation like Del Rio. You got video of an illegal immigrant being detained in a Texas residential neighborhood. You know, hiding in a residential neighborhood after they crossed into the U.S. illegally. Again, processed and released. More than 100 uh, people from Haiti found in a trailer as these desperate efforts to reach the U.S. continue. Now, one thing is when you look at it, why did Democrats want amnesty? I guess that's something of great value. We're the good guys. We give you something for free. Citizenship, which is highly coveted. Something of great value. Well, there are other countries, for example, that have merit-based immigration systems. All right, maybe America needs more doctors and lawyers, et cetera, whatever. Engineers, you import people that have those specific skills that will help the American economy. Democrats now, cities in at least three states have authorized illegal immigrants to vote. Georgia now pondering a constitutional amendment to ban it. But they press liberal states to authorize illegal immigrants with two Vermont cities becoming the latest flashpoint in this legal battle. If you're not here legally, 
How would you get the legal right to vote? How does any of that make any sense to anybody? It doesn't. Over 60 members of the House Republicans uh, now have demanded answers from Merrick Garland and the Department of Justice for categorizing moms and dads as domestic terrorists and authorizing the FBI to look for domestic terrorism. Now, if somebody gets out of control, usually at a school board meeting, and some people do, and I recommend you not do that. In all aspects of life, I think you're better off being polite when you're dealing with elected officials. You have a right to have your voice heard. Is this age-appropriate material, quote, that you're teaching my children? Or is critical race theory, you know, something that's compatible with the values of, of people in their particular school district? Legitimate debates. Or COVID, some COVID uh, draconian measures that are being, parents can't, according to Terry McAuliffe, who's running for governor again in Virginia, parents should have no say in any of these things. We're now going to look at parents as domestic terrorists? It's insanity. Why would Joe Biden lift sanctions on the makers of deadly Iranian missiles? This was in the Hill. As sanctions targeting the what's called the Mammoth Industries Industrial Group and its subsidiary that were originally imposed by the Trump administration as part of an effort to increase maximum pressure on Tehran over its nuclear activity and actions in the region, criticized as, you know, destabilizing. Why did Joe Biden lift sanctions on Iranian moles? What have they done to deserve any of this? Kim Jong-un is blaming the U.S. for tensions as Pyongyang now is showcasing their weaponry, their saber rattling. Why shouldn't they? Everybody else is getting attention. What is Joe Biden going to do when the communist Chinese reunify with Taiwan? Because we always promised Taiwan we would have their back. We didn't even have American citizens backs. 13 days after Joe promised he wouldn't leave any Americans behind, he left them behind. These are unreal times we're living in. We have a lot of COVID news today. One sad story that I read, a vaccinated Ohio man in dire need of a new kidney is having his surgery delayed because of the Cleveland Clinic's new policy requiring coronavirus vaccinations for organ transplant recipients and donors after a year of pain and tests and finally finding a match. This individual, I won't give his, well, it's in the, it's out there publicly. Michael Ganim is his name. About to get a new kidney before the Cleveland Clinic announced that patients on the transplant list, as well as living donors, are required to be vaccinated. And he was diagnosed with horrible kidney disease when he was 27. He's now 52. His health has taken a turn for the worse. And it took months to get him onto the donor list. He eventually was able to make it. Then he found a match. And after some additional testing, the surgery was scheduled for this Wednesday. And on Friday, five days before the operation, the Cleveland Clinic called to inform him his surgery's on hold because apparently the, the donor is not vaccinated. You see what's happening with Southwest? The Pilots Union is blaming the airline for these widespread cancellations. Cancellations all over the place. By the way, things are so bad for Terry McAuliffe in Virginia. Now they're bringing in... They're heavy hitters. In comes Barack Obama to save the day once again. 
Joe Biden was going to be hit, headed there. Why would Joe ever leave the White House or or Delaware? Pretty unbelievable. Now, here's the challenge we're facing. And I'm not taking a position on this, but I'm just telling you, you have all these members of the military now coming up against this mandate date. What are they going to do? Because it appears thousands of them are not willing to go along with the mandate. Same thing is happening in school districts around the country. The same thing is happening with police departments around the country. Now it looks like the same thing, but we'll get to the bottom of it eventually with Southwest Airlines. What are we going to do if people are willing to go their own way and not go along with the mandate? Where did a lot of the hesitancy come from? I would argue it came from the government itself. The people have been wrong so often. If we ever check the CDC website and just start, you know, do this, no, then later don't do this. Do this, don't do this. Do this, don't do this. Do this, don't do this. You know, one ma- no mask, one mask, two masks. Masks in perpetuity. Vax or mask. Vax and mask. Vax and mask and booster. Begins to create a lot of confusion among people. They need to own that they have created their own vaccine hesitancy. Now, my my mantra remains the same. Take this sucker seriously, please. Talk to your doctor. Do your own research. Ask some form questions. But these these mandates now, literally, what is going to happen if large portions of our military, the Pentagon's vaccine mandate, is driving a wedge, wedge between troops and leadership? What's going to happen if they decide not to? I mean, it's I, I, I don't have an answer for you. And you have Texas Governor Greg Abbott says any entity enforcing a COVID-19 vaccine mandate. He's banning any mandate in the state from enforcing the vaccine mandate. He said the COVID vaccine mandate is safe, effective in our best defense against the virus, but it should remain voluntary and not forced. Well, for the greater good, Anthony Fauci is now telling us. Well, if we use the greater good, you you must hand out, you must give over 99% of your income for the greater good. Okay. And the hell with your freedoms. Oh, really? How many more people are going to tell us, lecture us to give up our freedom? Because I'm not willing to give up my freedom. Not willing, you know, there was a story out today. Where did I see this? I saw this earlier. So there's a U.S. task force. Proposed adults 60 and older should not take a daily aspirin, a baby aspirin, to prevent heart disease or a stroke. It was a fake news CNN Health article. All right, so, but, okay, I've heard that my whole life. And I read that headline, and I'm thinking, this is why I'm not going to play doctor on radio or TV. Because they change their minds every five seconds. And then they say, oh, never mind, never mind, never mind. I thought if you took the vaccine, we were told that we were protecting ourselves and what other people did wouldn't matter. And why is there so little to no talk about, well, whether you have a breakthrough case or you're unvaccinated about the one therapeutic that obviously Ron DeSantis thinks has worked well. And Joe Biden finally mentioned monoclonal antibodies. Which we don't have a shortage of until Joe Biden found out it was working in Republican states. So he now starts rationing it. They're using too much of it. Meanwhile, they're producing it for other countries all over the place.